0: Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on Friday, January 27th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe. All eyes will be on Governor Kathy Hochul next week to see if she can bounce back in state budget negotiations after losing to left-leaning legislative leaders in a bruising fight over her pick to lead New York's highest court. This is the key fight, former Governor George Pataki told the New York Post about how Hochul might reassert her power over fellow Democratic lawmakers after a state Senate committee rejected her nomination of Hector LaSalle for chief judge. Quote, she needs meaningful bail reform, Pataki said. Zach Williams reports in the New York Post that Hochul talked tough, about combating crime during her January 10th State of the State address without detailing many specifics on how she wants to handle controversial limits on cash bail and burdensome discovery requirements, as well as other testy topics like housing, climate change, and state financing. Quote, during her campaign, Governor Hochul dismissed crime concerns as a conspiracy. Now she seems she suddenly seems to be interested in improving public safety. That quote from Assembly Minority Leader William Barclay, the Republican from Fulton. People on both sides of the aisle are wondering how the governor can create actual legislative language that might placate critics who say judges need more discretion to jail people ahead of their trials if they threaten public safety or have been accused of multiple crimes. Republican New York State Senator Anthony Palumbo, who represents the East End in Albany, tells the New York Post, quote, the budget is the best leverage point for the governor to address the failures of bail and discovery reform that have caused the public safety crisis we're currently facing. I hope she has the political will to stand up to the progressive wing and make a real statement on behalf of New Yorkers. He said we should see her willingness to fight next week. Here on Long Island, the South the South Huntington School Board voted unanimously on Wednesday night to station armed guards outside their seven school buildings by the end of the month. One of several Long Island districts making that choice as school shootings continue to be a terrifying national trend. John Asbury and Craig Schneider report on Newsday.com that the Montauk District employs four armed security personnel and the school has one officer serving a day, according to Superintendent Jack Perna. They are all retired police officers, and the cost to the district is $80,000 a year. There's been no incident requiring an armed guard at the school, he said. The armed guards patrol inside and outside throughout the day. Quote, I'm very happy that we have someone here, and I think most of Montauk also appreciates them, Perna said. Tuckahoe Superintendent Leonard Skugovic said the district employs retired school resource officers from the Southampton Police Department. The district serves pre-K through grade eight, all in one building. Quote, it's a perfect opportunity to provide added security using uh, individuals our school and community already have confidence in. Uh, They said. And finally, in Sag Harbor the main feature of the Sag Harbor School District's second community forum on the purchase of the Marsden Street Lots Wednesday night was what amounted to a final pitch to the public and Southampton Town Board to consider an alternative to a 100% natural grass playing surface for the athletic field that will ultimately be, be built on the four adjoining lots on the north side of the residential street near the Pearson Middle High, and, uh, High School. Kalen Riley reporting on 27east.com that the Southampton Town Board, which will soon schedule a public hearing and board vote on whether to appropriate $6 million from the Community Preservation Fund to help cover the purchase cost of the lots, said in an offer letter sent to the district earlier this week that it would not schedule the public hearing until the district agrees to certain terms. I, I, if you remember, uh, this is exactly what Supervisor Schneiderman said. When he was in uh, the studio this week with us, uh, and that included the promise to construct a 100% natural grass field. As part of the conditions of accepting the CPF money, the Sag Harbor School District has agreed to make the field open to town residents as a community recreational space uh, whenever the field is not in use by the school. Aaron Golombiewski, a representative from the hybrid turf company Turf Talents, gave an in-person presentation at the forum on the company's product, a hybrid turf playing field that is composed of 91% natural grass and less than 10% artificial stabilizing fibers. Sag Harbor School Superintendent Jeff Nichols had asked the members of the Southampton Town Board to consider the hybrid turf option, which also seemingly had the support of the school board as well. But earlier this week, the district announced that it had decided to back away from a fully artificial turf option based on feedback from the community, with many members expressing concerns about the product. Sliding over to East Hampton for the weather in honor of Guild Hall's. Amy Kerwin joining us to talk about a partnership with the Teen Arts Council that will mean bringing silent disco dance parties to the clubhouse this winter starting this Saturday, January 28th. There's an open mic at 6 o'clock to 7.30, then a dance party from then on. Looking like a sunny Friday with a high near 41 degrees. West wind around 8 miles per hour tonight. Partly cloudy with a low around 32 degrees. Wind chill Values below freezing, west wind around 9 miles per hour. Right now, it's 34 degrees, and we've got a me edition for you here on The Heart this morning. And why is that? Well, I was trying to uh, plan the playlist around both Nancy Atlas and Jean Casey um, this morning, although Nancy will be a badass uh, science fair mama bear this morning. She won't be with us. Johnny Blood will be and Gene Casey. Very excited for them both. So I I ended up uh, putting several of both of their albums into a playlist and trying to find uh, connections between the two. I ended up the first one I noticed was they each had four tracks that had me in the title. So uh, that's going to be pretty much most of the second hour, and I I picked other me tracks. Um, many local options. I've got the Bell Curves, uh, Nina, etc., and Robert Bruey, as well as G. E. Smith and Leroy Bell. Uh, kicking it off with a little Paul Simon, Elton John, and Robert Johnson on deck. I'm Jenna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome, and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, wfm 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central in Western Suffolk County, streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio. The mama pajama rolled out of bed and she ran to
1: the police station. When the papa found out, he began to shout He started the investigation It's against the law It was against the law What the mama saw It was against the law The mama looked down and spit on the ground Every time my name gets mentioned The papa said, oh, if I get that boy I'm gonna stick him in the house of detention Well, I'm on my way I don't know where I'm going, I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye, the Rose the Queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Come to get me released We all on the current week And I'm on my way I don't know where I'm going I'm on my way I'm taking my time But I don't know where Goodbye, Rosie, The Queen of Corona See me and Julio Down by the schoolyard See me and Julio Down by the schoolyard See me and Julio down by the schoolyard.
0: Tell Me When the Whistle Blows from Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy Record, 1975. Got Robert Johnson on deck, and then I might bunny hop past Caitlin Smith. This Town is Killing Me. It was a track I played for Gene Casey the last time I had him in person. Instead, I'll play a little Melissa Etheridge. Must be crazy for me from the Never Enough Record of 1992.
2: Knocked upon my door earlier this morning. When you knocked upon my door, and I said, "Hello, Satan," I believe it's time to go. baby I don't care where you been my bu when I'm dead and gone you may be my better a highway so my only spirit can catch a grey on bus and run you
0: know? I love me some Robert Johnson, but I actually forgot about the little domestic violence note in there. I might not play that song again. I definitely do not advocate that whatsoever. I do advocate listening to Melissa Etheridge. I think this was my first favorite track by her. Amy Kerwin joining us in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. You're listening to WLIWFM's The Heart of the East End.
3: You tell me not to call you up, cause it ties you down. I don't tell your friends you've been hanging around. You must be crazy for. You say you'll see me once or twice Every week or two But there's more important things That you've got to do You must be crazy for me Cause when I kissed you last night In my own backyard You ran so fast And you fought so hard You must be crazy You must be crazy for me You don't like my hair, you don't like my car You don't like my friends, you met at the bar You must be crazy for me I see you shake your head And you roll your eyes, your firm right. 好 when i catch you alone baby you must be crazy for me cause when i kissed you last night in my
0: crazy for our next guest, Amy Kerwin, the one and only of Guildhall, welcoming her back for the Friday morning tea, underwritten by Village Overhead Doors, to talk about a partnership with the Teen Arts Council. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Hi. Hi, how are how you? Are I'm so happy to have, have you on it. the line. Happy to be here. What's going on over there? I know you um, got your,
4: you your stuff. So we're, we're talking about uh, uh, Guildhall's Teen Arts Council, the program they're hosting tomorrow night, correct?
0: Yes, it's cool because <laughs> you got the open mic between 6 and 7.30 yeah. before the dance party even gets started. And that's an exciting uh, opportunity, especially for young people starting to feel their craft.
4: Yeah, it, uh, the Teen Arts Council, um, which is an incredible program at Guild Hall that really gives these teens um, the opportunity to create programming and initiatives, and they're they're just an incredible bunch of people. <clears throat> um, so in the past, they have hosted um, open mic nights, and so this is sort of a new approach to them because we're still working off-site. Um, right. We're working with the clubhouse, and so... We're starting with this open – and this is – let me, you know, make it very clear. This is for all ages. It's not a teen event. It's um, hosted by the Teen Arts Council and kind of, um, you know, the, the Mike Knight is kind of created by them. Um, and they're hosting it as well as, um, you know, sort of uh, partnering with, with the rest of the Guildhall team who works on the silent discos to do that. Um, so anyway, all ages are encouraged to come and also to participate in the open mic night. Um, and you can you can let us know ahead that you're planning on doing it, or you can just be there and suddenly feel the inspiration to get up and and uh, recite a poem or sing a song or uh, anything, anything. And so um, it's a really really cool platform uh, to. Kind of work on your confidence. Work on material. If you're a comedian, which I think we do have a comedian who's going to be taking the stage tomorrow, and that's that's from six to seven thirty, and then we go right into the silent dance party from seven thirty to eleven. And um, so you know, you can come for both. You can come for one. It's it's just going to be a really fun night at the clubhouse.
0: Do your thing and some intergenerational awesomeness coming to the clubhouse. Yeah, and we do have three
4: of our teens are. um, DJing um cool. I'm still waiting on I'm still waiting on their DJ names but but I'm sure they'll be very funny. Um, one of them is, I guess gave escaping again but it's something with celery. Okay. <laughs> so but they're they're really fun. And so they're going to be DJing um and we've got incredible playlists already prepared with everybody's favorite songs to dance to but it's going to be really really fun
0: That is so cool. I love that the teens are DJing. And do do, do yeah. are is it the, the the same three channels or, or do you know uh, what the genres are going to be? Yeah,
4: we we you know we we worked with the teens to create the lists and um fine tune them so that we know it's like appealing to all people of all ages. And we've broadened it a little bit where um, normally we have like 70s on one channel, 80s and 90s on another, and then 2000s to today on another. But we're broadening a bit where we're actually going to do 60s, 70s, and 80s on one, uh, 90s to early 2000s on another, and then late 2000s to today on another. So we've broadened it into the 60s a little bit. Got it. Yeah. I like that. We want everybody to come. Yeah. And I I will say, like, they, the teens when they, they first put I'm sorry, when they first put these lists together, they had some pretty. I, I was impressed by what they what they chose from the days long before they were you know an apple in their mother's eye. Um, you know some of them I'm like I remember you know these, this is my time like with the 80s and I was like you know what that was like Boston. They chose songs from Boston. I'm like listen I love Boston. You don't dance to Boston. So we took that off. <laughs> But they, but they found some really. I mean, you kind of just kind of tap your feet or whatever. But but they found some really great songs, that I was like, yeah, that was that was a big one to dance to in my day. You um, know, we got a little aha take on me, nice, and, and um, some deeper tracks from way back, and it's just it's really
5: solid.
0: No, I was I was trying um, to think of that. That was a great. I liked that um, that music video, "Take On Me." That's the one where it's oh like the, the black and white illustration, right? And then yeah. it becomes uh-huh. okay. It's a classic. And then it becomes color or <laughs> the guy is he's he's the it. It, like in illustration and then she's real. Yeah, it's
4: such a cool one.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
4: But like it is one that I just remembered that I, I can't I think it's called Breaking My Stride. And, oh, and yes. That Matthew
0: Wilder. Ain't nothing
4: gonna break. In yeah, my Yeah, I,
0: I love, love that it. I remember like in the 90s listening to that song and like really like feeling it. You know, like, but it's like, an '80s song. It's well, definitely no, an 80s I know, song, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I, yeah, you listen in the I '90s. Was... I thought it was gone by then. No, <laughs> no, or or maybe my memory is like from '89 yeah. well, you, when I was got, starting you, to like you, develop
5: you music, memory.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I I I do have a yeah. distinct memory from uh, the late '80s, early '90s, on my back porch, yeah. listening to that song and just like really feeling it, like. Like oh, yeah, I mean,
4: yeah. I also have a distinct memory with that song. Huh? I was like, I was like eleven, and we were living in St. Louis for a couple of years because we had a basement tornado. Were tornadoes you really? And it was unfinished, but it had a really nice, solid, like concrete floor. And I used to roller skate down there, and so I remember roller skating in my basement. Like then there was like a there was like a pole, like a support beam, but it was a pole, and I used to like hold onto the pole and spin around. And the spin pole. the spin around. And so I remember spinning around to Matthew pole, Wilder
0: to that song. <laughs> I love that. I love that you lived in St. Louis. This is a new thing I'm learning I did, about just you. Just for two years, but yeah, between
4: Northern and Southern California, we did two, a two-year stint in St. Louis.
0: I, I feel yeah. like that makes you that nice. makes you like two two years or two points, two scene points to Amy Kerwin. You remember scene points? <laughs> did you guys ever do that out in California? Talk about scene points. It was just like a it was just like a thing people said. Yeah, I don't know. Once upon a. This is is new to me. Once upon a midnight dreary. Yeah, I'm I'm about it. It's you know, (laughs) it's not a real thing. There there really are no no uh, scene points or cool points out there. But, you know, you can play. That's fine. Well, you know, I just take two points. I've been saying with uh, my best friend that lives in L.A. a lot. I love that for you. And yesterday, oh, I mean too. Yes, it, yesterday. I was just telling Rebecca, my co ju co. Yes, you
4: know, I was saying I did that on the show the other day. I was like, I can't help it, but I love this expression. I love that for you. I
0: love that for you. <laughs> and so I, I did it's that. So to, I did that to my mom, and then I told my best friend, I, I, I love that for you'd my mom, and they said, I love that for you for her, and I. <laughs>
4: Oh, wow that's really taken it to yes right level. well
0: yeah we, we're always i don't know that i
4: have the time in the day to do that that's who
0: i that's who i collaborate with for stand-up comedy so we're always going back and forth and bringing it to the next level because that's what you got to do when you're you're it's writing so a joke it could so, go on all day I so who's, that the, you, who's the sta- her, who's the stand who's the stand-up them. who yes for them who's who's uh the stand-up comic <laughs> coming to the clubhouse tomorrow night you know, I, I don't know.
4: I just know there is one.
0: It's a surprise, guys. A, a
4: budding stand-up comic, I believe. I should I um, should
0: write a new set and share it with you guys because this is a series, right? You this should. is a this is a semi regular or or there will be more than one this winter, correct?
4: Yes, we you know the next we have it like alternates. So we've got this one, then we've got March and May.
5: Okay.
0: Um, nice. Okay. So maybe maybe <laughs> maybe for one of the M months. For one of the months. Yeah. Do a do a little bit of stand up. Um totally. site- and Like I said, it's it's you know,
4: all ages are encouraged, both the open mic and you know, obviously for the dance party. There's you know, it is not a four teens event. It is just hosted by the Teen Arts Council because they're awesome and they do things for everybody.
0: We love this. We love this. All right, that's gonna be tomorrow we night. We love it for us. Yes, I love that. For I love that for all of us. That 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 guild <laughs> hall is partnering with their Teen Arts Council to bring silent disco dance parties semi-regularly to the clubhouse this winter and spring. Uh, March and May are the two in the future, but you can get it started tomorrow night. Open mic between 6 and 7.30. Dance party from then on. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Amy Kerwin. This was the Friday morning tea underwritten by uh, Village Overhead Doors. Let's see. Ah, this is Joe Cocker. N- 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 color me very annoyed with myself when I realized that I did the All Music River Edition on Wednesday and put Justin Timberlake's Crimea River and didn't put Joe Cocker's Crimea River, smacking my own hand. We've got the bell curves on deck after Joe then. Uh, the Duke of Long Island music, Uh, Billy Joel on deck after that, and the Fleece Brothers. Uh, You, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
2: So I'm
6: true. I want you to cry. I want you to cry. I want, to be cry I want you
2: to cry. cry. I want you to cry. I want you to cry. I want you to cry. you you
3: Oh,
0: C'est temps du fromage, I said to myself as I bought cheese at uh, the cheese shop on Love Lane yesterday. That was Billy Joel, these are the I Felice brothers. Lost my leg in the
8: what war? The war of love. My girl's
0: a real shark. W-L-I-W-F-M.
8: Uh, debate it. Not everybody's perfect. My baby told me, darling, Type right. Back again like that
0: How about an entire hour of Nancy Atlas Project and Gene Casey and the Lone Sharks? How would you like that? Well, you're going to get it in the next hour here on the Heart of the East End. I would like to play at Van Morrison's and it stoned me, but I've got to cut for time because I've got uh, three local artists to play for you to lead you to the top of the hour. The NPR News break, uh, Nina, etc. Robert Brewey and G.E. Smith and Leroy Bell. I heard uh, Brian Cosgrove played the title track of Robert Brewey's 2011 record yesterday. We're going to play If It Were Me from the Silver Burning Sky record, uh, G.E. Smith and Leroy Bell, leading you into the NPR news break with you and me from Stony Hill, starting with It Hurts Me Too uh, from the Triptych record. I'm Jana Volpe. Uh, This is Nina, et cetera. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. This is going to be a good
3: cover.
7: About the time I fell asleep, frozen, wasted on the floor. Did you cover quick and rush in on bended knee? Over me, holy in the night, straighten those stars and silent skies. wanted me home in a direction I could see. Well, you know, God, if it were me. Me. I thank you for the chance to find find some peace. I walked on, waited down the hall, didn't care the price at all. Did you shake your head and me at the stand? Was it you that held my hand? You must have known a distant purpose you would send. Well, you know, God, if it were me, I would have an ego so in that night. But you knew then, no, it wasn't me. I thank you for the chance to find me. Why I I thank you for the chance to find me find some